And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Ding, ding! How about we can just watch basketball? How about we can just watch basketball? Good morning and welcome to the NBA Daily Ding here on the Athletic NBA Show. I am Jared Weiss. I am joined by Mo Kill as always. I just got back from Denver, so why don't we start with the Nuggets at home they beat the LA Clippers 127 to 115 with another impressive night from Nikola Jokic after a little bit of a tricky one against Boston last game. I mean, everybody's having tricky ones against Boston. You didn't, I mean, I, we get it, Jared. You're the beat writer for the Celtics. You don't need to bring them up on every podcast. We get it. We get it. Can we talk about the Nuggets now? Hi, I'm Jared Weiss, beat writer uh, for the Athletic. <laughs> no, th- listen, this was a really impressive game from both teams. It felt like a blowout at times you felt like wow how are the clippers like only down six all of a sudden or making little runs but every time they made a run the nuggets would stop the run and go on a run of their own and a lot of it had to do with Jokic, who was pretty impressive with 26 points 12 rebounds five assists like a low assist night there like i thought the celtics did a good job trying to neutralize him in other areas but they got big nights from everywhere and it's all about bones highland Man, every time I watch Bones Highland, it, it's fun. I mean, he just he came out the gate when he got in in the first quarter. He was ready to go. Oh, he was gunning. And, you know, at a certain point, Jared, you would just think the Clippers would go like, hey, he's hit a couple of shots in the first quarter. Maybe we should go over some of these screens instead of continuing to go under. And they didn't. And he had a big one in the fourth quarter where I was like, wow, that's a gutsy shot. Took it with a lot of time on the shot clock, but still. Robert Covington goes underneath the screen. He just steps back and knocks down the shot. Aaron Gordon, he was pretty crucial at the end of this game. He had, you know, whatever there was something to clean up, he was down there. He made some of his kickouts from under the rim. He had one play where I think uh, Hartenstein blocked him, and then he just picked the ball right back up and posterized him back. It was incredible. He was really kind of giving Denver that ferocity they needed to close this one out. It happened twice. The, the bigger one was Robert Covington had the block of his life. You know, and I'm, I'm going to steal this from a tweet I saw. God, I sound so old. I'm going to steal this from a, a tweet I saw. But Robert Covington with a block of his life to deny the Nuggets two points only for Aaron Gordon to get the rebound and kick it back out to Morris for a three. Like, that's just a killer right there. And that was the play before you were talking about the one where he dunks on uh, Hartenstein after getting stuffed the first time around. It's just a wild, wild kind of sequence right there. It was just really weird. Yeah, it was amazing. The Clippers had four blocks in crunch time. I mean, they, and lost. The Nuggets are just, lost. They still lost, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it helped get them back in, and this game got really close. It got to an, a 111-109 game when Covington hit that three, but then Jokic, you know, Jokic kind of found his rhythm at the end there. Yeah, he got going, and I misquoted stats earlier to start the, uh, the pod because I only had the three quarters stats up not the full game up but Jokic with 30 points but he was just kind of the the point man right he would get the ball they would come double right away he would make the pass and the key was the Nuggets 
we're making the next pass after that. You know, Jokic probably didn't have a ton of assists tonight, but he had a ton of hockey assists and a ton of plays that was the pass that led to the pass that led to the basket. So, you know, Jokic just, he's incredible, guys. Like, there's there's no question of it. And, you know, it's going to be a really close, close MVP race because of it. Yeah, Jokic uh, pretty good. And Nuggets shot well, 54% from the field, 50% from deep, 91% from uh, from the free throw line. It's a 50-50-90 game for a team, and that's uh, that's not bad. And what's funny is Jokic had six times, but the team overall had 31 times. Yeah, it just goes back to my point, right? Hockey assist, right? And a lot of people, the ball was moving around. There was one possession where Jokic with a, a touch pass gets it out. I think it goes to uh, Morris in the corner. Morris gets it over to Barton, and he knocks down a three. Like, there's just a bunch of little, little plays that was happening all over the court throughout the night for the Nuggets. And when the ball's moving like that, it really makes things difficult to defend the Nuggets because you know Jokic is hard to cover as it is. With everybody moving and the defense rotating, you're going to get good looks. That's why they were able to shoot it so well because they got a lot of clean looks. So what did you think of Ty Lue going with his bench for most of the fourth quarter? You know, they weren't getting a lot. This wasn't, you know, a Reggie Jackson wasn't really rolling all that well with 6 of 18 from the field. Like, you got to go with the guys that had the juice and had the energy, and I don't think they were getting enough from, you know, most of their starters. And then Isaiah Hartenstein was really good. He was really good tonight. 5 of 7 from the field, 5 assists. Like, he was dropping dimes himself, finished with 14 points. Like, you got to roll with the guys that are cooking some nights, and this was one of those nights for the, the Clippers. And, I mean, they damn near stole the game, Jared. Well, they uh, held on to the sixth seed, which is extremely important because Minnesota is nipping at their heels. Any loss at this point, that that they could catch up right there. And amazingly, they're still within striking distance of Dallas and Utah. I mean, I'd be surprised if they caught those teams as those teams are playing well. But it's funny how Denver is in peril of falling into the play-in, or they might end up with home court advantage, depending on how this plays out. Yeah, I don't think they're going to get home court advantage. I. Oh, I don't either. I, I mean, we're we're really stretching it there. But, you know, I, it's going to be a fun battle because Minnesota is coming for that six seed, Jared. And we got – they match up April 1st. Everybody get fired. Is that a Tuesday or Thursday? Anybody know? Y'all could look at the calendars. I hope it's one of those nights, Jared, where we're, we're going to do the ding that night. April 1st is a Friday, unfortunately. Oh. We might have to do a special Saturday edition. No, we're not. Yeah, I'm going Friday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, last Friday night before the playoffs, I'm not doing this. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Let's head to New York where Trey Young was back at MSG and... Can you guys guess what he did? How about 45 for him, 32 for Bogdan Bogdanovich? Pretty good win for the Atlanta Hawks, 117 to 111 over the Knicks. It 
felt like early on, like the Knicks were really kind of playing hard. The kids were going to, they played hard all game, but it felt like the Knicks at one point, I was like, wow, the Knicks might actually beat the Hawks here tonight. Like with, with the guys, no Julius Randle. I felt like they were rolling, but man, Trey wasn't having any of that. Jared, 11 first quarter points, right? He starts cooking. Second quarter, he has 13. Bogdanovich adds 15. Those guys start cooking, and it becomes a problem from that point on. The ball, again, just like we are talking about with the Nuggets, the ball starts flying around the court. Everybody's making these extra passes, finding different opportunities. Knicks just couldn't hold on. Let's start with Bogey first. Bogey had 13 points, had that crucial assist to Trey late. This was in the fourth quarter. He was phenomenal, really took over the game. The funny thing is that the Knicks, they had a 10-point lead early in the fourth. They were still winning with less than three minutes left before Trey came in and got that three, and then Trey kind of started cooking from there. But Bogdanovich gets the credit for chipping away, but the Knicks were holding on strong. The Knicks were really trying their absolute best. Like this is, It was fun to watch the young kids, right? And this is something, you know, no Randall, no everybody else, all the veterans for the most part. And you got guys like R.J. Barrett trying his best to hold on and and, and and keep them rolling. You had Emmanuel quickly going four or seven in the fourth quarter for nine points, like and hit some really big shots for for the Knicks at, during that stretch. But it's just youth at a certain point, and it's not like the Hawks are old, but they got a little more experience. But youthful exuberance sort of got the Knicks in the end there. And you know, give credit to the Hawks, but we got to talk about the play, Jared. You know what play I'm talking about? Talking about the alley oop or Clint. Oh, I'm talking about Trey Young snatching Taj Gibson's oh. ankles and, oh, sure. and probably his soul. You know, you just feel bad because you know when you fall on the basketball court, you're just hoping the guy misses the shot because if he misses the shot, it's not a highlight. And Trey's coming in, crosses up Taj Gibson. He falls, pulls in for a dribble pull-up, mid-range jumper right at the elbow and splashes that one. And you just you could feel Taj's soul exit the body at that moment. Listen, man, Taj has clearly proven himself to be immortal, and it's not about how many times you get your ankles broken. It's about how many times you can get up and walk walk back down the court with a broken ankle, but Trey was going to snatch a body out there. We knew that was going to happen when he's at MSG. Forget broken ankles. He got no ankles anymore. I mean, honestly, the, the best part of it is that it wasn't quite on like the cross. It was more of the hezzy on the snatchback, and then he goes forward, and that's how he, I mean, that was a really beautiful ankle breaker. Yeah, Trey Young, 45 at MSG. There's really nobody. I don't think there's any player. It's more exciting to watch them come into an arena than Trey at in New York now. There's, I don't think it's even close. Oh, wait till we get Ben Simmons going to Philly someday. Someday. I don't know when, <laughs> but someday. That that's gonna be the that's gonna be the one to top it. But till then, you're right. Okay, maybe this is the first time this has happened on the show this year, but we're going to talk about an Orlando Magic victory Who? over one of the top teams in the NBA. They beat the Warriors 94-90. to uh, The Warriors are missing Steph Curry, so maybe they're not quite as good as they usually are. They did it without anyone scoring 20 points while Jordan Poole scored 26 for Golden State, but Franz Wagner made some crucial plays, including drawing a foul on a three-pointer, which was really one well within the game. Uh, but Franz Wagner had some really nice moments. No, no. You know what's even more impressive? They did this while shooting 27% from three and beating the Warriors, right? Like, Yikes. you know, and you're right about Franz Wagner. He's he's actually pretty good rookie. I joke when I said who. Orlando's actually a pretty fun team to watch. You know, they got a lot of young kids that are playing extremely well. Mo Bamba with the big corner three to 
you know, put the uh, Orlando Magic up, and I think from there they never uh, gave up the lead after that. You're getting a lot of good stuff. Wendell Carter Jr. dropping 19 points. You know, you're getting solid contributions across the board from a lot of the young kids. And that's something as an Orlando fan, you at least got to feel promise of like, yo, these kids are playing hard. They're getting their butts kicked most nights. We just did a game where they gave up 51 points to Sadiq Bay, And you know what? They come back and they still keep playing hard. That's a great sign of the young kids that are competitive and Jamal Mosley as a coach. And this is a big win for them. I know it was no Curry, but still, the Warriors have more talent than them, even without Curry. This has got to feel like a big win for the Orlando Magic moving forward. Nothing like ending an episode on a mode to kill soliloquy. I didn't say monologue, I said soliloquy because I'm not listening. But that is going to do it for the Daily Ding here on the Athletic NBA Show. For our producer, Brian Smith, I'm Jared Weiss. He's Mo Dekeel. Take us out of here. Ding, ding. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.